God would not be a good business owner. There's no way to run a business paying the worker who works an hour the same as worker who works the whole day. As we heard in the prophet Isaiah, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. And thank God for that fact that the kingdom of heaven is not a business. It's not like we do something and earn something and then get salvation, right? It's a, it's a grace, a gift that we have to cooperate. But God's merciful in that the littlest cooperation, the slightest open door, the crack. And he's coming through and he's giving us grace. Because you can't really quantify salvation. Like more salvation, less salvation. It is what it is. It's a gift of God. And if he's so merciful, and I've mentioned this before, but it's good to think about why can't some beings not repent, namely the demons or Satan, because they don't have time to. That's really the only thing we need if we're going to be saved and turn to the Lord is we need time to do it, even if it's a minute or a second or less than a second. And the fallen angels are outside of time. They don't have time to repent. Their decision is eternal. But we have time, at least right now, all of us sitting down in these pews. Don't know how much, but you got time. All this great mercy brings a confusion about the last moments of people's lives and what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to care for those who are close to death. So I really just want to do a catechesis about the last rites. And I've been talking with Father Jamin. We both agree that we're due for a catechesis. How to respond. What are the last moments of someone's life and how do we care for them? Well, the last rites are not a sacrament. It's three sacraments. The confession, anointing of the sick, and viaticum are food for the journey. That's what viaticum means. It's those three sacraments together. So if someone's to receive last rites, they're not only to receive anointing of the sick. Right? They have a right R-I-G-H-T, to the last three rites, R-I-T-E-S. Confession. In John chapter 20 and Matthew chapter 16, Jesus gives the authority to the apostles to bind and loose sins. And particularly gives to Peter in Matthew 16. He says, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Well, you heard this a month ago, maybe, but it, it's a direct fulfillment of the Old Testament position. David had a right hand man and called it the key bearer. And he held the keys, the kingdom of David, literally Zion, the Jerusalem. And no one got in without the key bearer. Well, in the New Testament, everything's lifted up and it's higher and it's more important. Well, that's pretty important. But Jesus is telling Peter in subsequent popes. I give you the keys not to a city, not to a gate here on earth. I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Who sends you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Who sends you loose shall be loose in heaven. And so confession is Jesus through the church removing our guilt. 
At the end of our life, we're also gifted because of this promise of the keys of the kingdom of heaven with a plenary indulgence at the time of our death. And I need you to remember this. It's important for your loved ones and for yourself. It's called the apostolic pardon. And if a priest comes to give anointing the sick and the last rites of Adekum confession, remind him that, Father, please give the apostolic pardon. It's a remission of the penalty due to us through our sin. And it says this, through the holy mysteries of our redemption, may Almighty God release you from all punishments in this life and in the life to come. May he open to you the gates of paradise and welcome you to everlasting joy. And we only have the ability to grant that remission of sin and remission of the punishment due to sin because of Jesus' promise. Viaticum. Viaticum is the food for the journey. Food for the way, via meaning way. It's communion. What better way to prepare for an eternity of communion than to receive communion here on earth as we journey, especially towards the end. Now notice, eternity, heaven, is a, it's mass, it's communion. Sometimes we have different views of what heaven will be like, and it's hard to explain because it's ineffable. We can't explain it, and so we pick like, oh yeah, it'll be like, you know, Playing golf all the time, except I shoot, you know, under par. (laughs) Eh. It's way better than that, right? So it's communion. So if we're preparing for communion with Christ for all eternity, why not receive communion before? Jesus said in John chapter 6, I am the living bread. I am the bread of life. My flesh is true food. My blood is true drink. He said it. They walked away. They, They said, if this is real, we're walking away. And he led them because he was serious. And then he said, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood will have eternal life. I'm in the business of trusting Jesus. He tells us that if we receive the Eucharist worthily, we will have eternal life. Simple. If you or your loved one or me, if I'm about to die, bring me the Eucharist. Now for the last two parts of the, that we just talked about of the last rites, what is necessary? Well, one, you need a priest for confession. It has to be a priest. You know, anyone can hear a confession, but only some can absolve it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, a lot of times we, we end up going to the priest and confessing everyone else's sins. And we confess our sins to like the hairdresser. You know, <laughs> they can't absolve you. The bartender, they can't absolve you. Confess your sins to the priest. So you need a priest. For Vatican, you just need an extraordinary minister of Holy Communion, just someone to bring you communion. But you also need another thing. You need the person to be conscious, awake, able to receive the Eucharist, able to confess their sins, which means you need a little time. Don't wait to the last little moment. It's not like it's a game where we're trying to time it up and we're talking to the hospice nurse and we're like, okay, when is it going to be? We got to get the last five minutes. No. Please don't do that. You call us. Don't wait for other family members. Don't put off 
the last rites. Don't put off confession and anointing the sick and viaticum for your loved ones because you want other family members to be there. It's nice if they're there, but they're not that important. Aunt Betty, I don't care if she's there because it's not about Aunt Betty. It's not even about you. It's about the soul of the one who's about to meet their maker. Call us. There's nothing that breaks my heart more. And it's happened to me and Father Jamin over the past year, a couple of times, than to have someone wait and even tell us to, to stop, to not come. Because there's family members who are coming in town and they get another call and say they passed away. Don't do it. That's why I'm telling. That's why I'm preaching. It's called catechesis. We gotta, we gotta shape it up. So anointing the sick, the last little bit of uh, the last rites in the letter of Saint James. This is scripture. It says, "Are there people sick among you? Let them send for the priests of the church and let the priests pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, per- sick person." And the Lord will raise them up. If they have committed any sins, their sins will be forgiven them. This is in scripture. It's so cool. And we forget about it because sometimes we we don't read the letter of St. James. You know, some other letters are more popular. But right here is our practice of anointing the sick. And it says they'll lay hands upon them and anoint them with oil. And that oil is the oil blessed at the chrism mass by the bishop every year. This past year, we didn't have it. But don't worry, he did We do a lot of oil at the Chrism Mass, so we're good for the next year. It's always the the Thursday before Holy Week, the Thursday morning. In our diocese, we do it on Wednesday to give the priests a little break so they don't have to go straight from there to the the Triduum. But I invite you, if you you want to this next year, if we're having the Chrism Mass, show up. Find a spot. See the oil being blessed by the bishop and all the different parishes walk forward to receive the oil for the year. It's it's a beautiful experience. And so he anoints with oil and it says the prayer of faith will save the sick person and their sins will be forgiven them. Now, with all of this grace given, then why not wait? That's the question, right? Why not put it off? Deathbed conversion. And I could do whatever I want. You're telling me I could do whatever I want. And then at the end, like the servant who worked for just an hour, I could receive it all and then I could go to heaven. Maybe. But you're not promised. You're promised the last hour, but you're not promised to know when your last hour is. We don't know. Sometimes we do, but not all the time. So be prepared. Go to confession now. Receive the Eucharist now. If you are in grave danger, if you're going into a major, major surgery or, or, or it's a grave illness, receive anointing of the sick now. Tell your family what you want now. About your the, the anointing of the sick, about confession, about viaticum, about what you want your final moments to be, about your funeral. Tell them now. Make Thanksgiving awkward. Be like, okay, guys, bless the turkey. Now we're going to talk about when I die. <laughs> Please do it. Because it's about you. It's not about them. What they think about the church or what they feel. It's about you. Prepare. 
In Psalm 116, it says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. I love that because it shows that we are better than the falcons. I mean, no, sorry. (laughs) I love that because (laughs) it shows that we are called to be saints, every single one of us. We're called to holiness. And when a saint dies, when someone who's prepared, when someone who's received confession and anointed the sick and viaticum dies, praise be Jesus Christ. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of their saints. For to me, life is Christ and death is gain because God is greatly merciful. And no matter when you present yourself, he is ready to hire you for the kingdom.